Thanks for listening to The Last Days Podcast with Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. To stay connected, please check out the River of Tri-Cities Church on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, or online at riveroftricities.com. The Last Days Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Now, here's Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. We welcome you to The Last Days Podcast today, and we're so glad that you are listening to us. I have myself and my wonderful wife, here. It's great to be with you. Thanks so much for taking the time to, to be here with us. We appreciate that. And we hope that you guys are uh, sharing this experience, that you would uh, let other people know on social media that you are listening and encourage them to follow the Last Days podcast. Subscribe to us. Um, if you could, please. We would love that. And um, subscribe to our YouTube channel while you're at that too, please. Yeah, oh, absolutely. That would be great. We're trying to yeah get the get River a little of more influence there. That would be awesome. Please do that, and that would uh, anything you can uh, join us with that would be majorly helpful. We're going to be um, talking today. Actually, I started a um, a series on Wednesday nights at the church on defilement and. Um, well, my phone is talking to me and, uh, so I, uh, as I was talking with my wife, I, we were like talking about, wow, maybe this would be a good subject to, um, to be bringing out on the podcast here. And so, uh, we're kind of gonna take this together and, uh, be talking about, defilement in the lives of believers and how we can avoid that because the last thing in the world you want to experience before God is standing before him in a defiled way because those that are defiled are actually you're not going to make it to heaven and um, and we're gonna we're gonna open up some scriptures here while we're talking about this and um we may this may last for a few podcasts here but um we'll just see what the holy spirit does and obviously the you as listeners what you need that's it's amazing how the holy spirit does that you know he speaks to us and directs us obviously we don't know who will be listening when they'll be listening um but it's amazing that you know when you have a heart after god and your ways are lined up with his he will give you exactly what you need another important you know aspect of why you need to be at in the right church and be a tither because one of the promises of a tither of course is is that uh you will there'll be meat in the house there'll be spiritual meat so whatever it is that you need it's amazing when you go to the 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 right church god sends that and i know i I see that happen in our church as he sends different giftings in and of course we definitely don't think don't believe that we're everything that that the the congregation needs, but God's faithful to send in different ones of all different ministry giftings and give people exactly what they need. And we really mix our faith that as you're listening to the podcast, that the Holy Spirit will use us and direct us and give you exactly what you need. Because many times it'll actually be a lot different even than what we thought. And when people give us testimony and feedback, um, it's really encouraging to be able to hear that. So, of course, even if you're listening and you are a member of the River of Tri-Cities Church and you do come on Wednesday nights, guaranteed that even the defilement series that um, my husband is ministering on in, on Wednesday nights 
it's going to come out different. Uh, first of all, it's, it's both Very of us. So. so of course it's going to be different, but it's, it's going to be uh, tailor made for the listeners. So that's awesome. Yeah. God knows exactly what you need. And, uh, and we pray every time before we begin um, these podcasts, asking the Lord to give us wisdom and direction to speak through us as, you know, as the oracles of God. And so we're just um, believing, linking up our faith um, with the word of God and believing that, you know, you're going to receive what God has for you. And so as we're talking in the area of defilement, you, you might be saying, well, what does that even mean, defile, Will? Mm-hmm. You know, just like, you know, if you said a river was defiled, you'd understand that it's, it's polluted, mm-hmm. it's, it's dirty, it's filthy. And so um, that's, what we're, that's what we're talking about in the lives right. of believers, believers who um, don't have pureness in their life. They're, mm-hmm. they're corrupted, they're um, polluted, um, dirty. And so, and you... You know, you might have experienced that in your life. Maybe, maybe there's some areas in your life right now that um, you say, you know, maybe this is my an area in my life that isn't real clean. And um, the reason that we're going to talk about this is because if if you're defiled, then your prayers are hindered, and you're going to be hindered in your spiritual growth. And also, it's not just about you because people who are defiled actually spread it to other people. And then you can have, you know, an entire church that is polluted, is corrupted. Right. right. And, um, and then, you know, and it just keeps on going. Mm-hmm. And so to deal with things, you have to address them. Right. And uh, I, I think there's... In the church as a whole, it, we're, we're too concerned with offending people. Um, right. No, we don't do it to intentionally offend people. Right, you should right. never do something that you know is, you know, you, I'm, I'm just doing this to offend. That's, that's a wrong motive. But, you know, the word is a, is a two-edged sword. Mm-hmm. It cuts going in, it cuts coming out. It says that, you know, the word of God divides between the intentions of the heart right. and the mind. Right. And so we have, to, we have to put the whole word out there. And there's some things in the word that, that the word says that will straighten us out if we'll give ear to it. Right. And, um, and you know, the intent is not to offend, but the intent is to expose. Right. Okay? Um, if you walked into somebody's house... And, um, and, you know, they hadn't cleaned it for like a year. You know, they hadn't, they hadn't vacuumed it. They hadn't swept it. Mm-hmm. They hadn't uh, cleaned any dishes. They hadn't dusted. They hadn't done anything mm-hmm. for like a year. And let's just say they had a dog like ours, like a German Shepherd dog. You know, a it's fur shedder. everywhere. Yeah, a super shedder, not a super spreader. But, uh, <laughs> but, um, but I'm going to tell you that, you know, there'd be uh, definitely... Um, you'd walk in and, and, you know, if you knew the person and if that was a friend of yours, you'd walk in, you'd say, dude, what, what are you thinking? Why haven't you, why haven't you cleaned this place? This place is a mess. Mm-hmm. You don't say it to offend them. You say it because it's the truth. Right. And there needs to be a change. Mm-hmm. 
and you're saying it so that it you can produce a uh, change there. Right. And so the reason that we are bringing this out is to produce change in the church as a whole. Right. And in in people's lives. But if we don't point things out by the word of God, what the word has to say about things, then a lot of people just go through their life and they're just, they're, they're polluted. And mm-hmm. they think, well, you know what? Probably everybody else is polluted too, so I'm okay. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you... You you judge yourself by you know the the mess you see in other people's lives. Well, I'm not quite as bad as that person. Right. I'm not right. quite as messed up as that person is. So I guess I'm okay. But we need to be using the Word of God as uh, the what am I wanting to say? The measuring rod. The standard. The standard by which we. Uh, we view our lives, not somebody else's life. We don't, we don't compare ourselves with somebody else, but we look at the word of God and we say, okay, how does my life line up with what the word of God is saying? Right. And, uh, there's many different ways that people can be defiled. Um, as I start off my teaching, um, on Wednesday nights, I said, um, you know, you can be defiled by demons. You can be defiled by bitterness, by, uh, iniquity, which is the intent of the heart by religion, um, by envy, by strife, your uh, uncontrolled thoughts, um, and whatever, and you know that things that that leads into, um, by words, by secret societies, by um, the medical um, industry, by mutilation, by false teaching, uh, by media, many many ways, and that's that's just some of them that people have been defiled, but we're going to see what the Word of God actually has to has to say about things here. Um, do you want to start reading, babe, in uh, Matthew sure. chapter 15? Matthew chapter 15, um, I'm going to start in verse 10 here, and this is actually out of the Passion Translation. Not always do, uh, well, not even that often do we actually use the Passion Translation, Correct. but there are um, things where... Um, There's a few good things. <laughs> where we definitely know that it is um, a correct translation that really bring it out in a great way to help, you know, aid in understanding. So Matthew 15, starting in verse 10, then Jesus turned to the crowd and said, come listen and open your heart to understand what truly contaminates a person is not what he puts into his mouth, but what comes out of his mouth. That's what makes people defiled. Then his disciples approached him and said, don't you know that what you just said offended the Pharisees? Oh, shocking. Too bad. <laughs> Not that it would be the first or the last time. Jesus replied, every plant that my heavenly father didn't plant is destined to be uprooted. Stay away from them, for they're nothing more than blind guides. Do you know what happens when a blind man pretends to guide another blind man? They both stumble into a ditch. Mm-hmm. Verse 15, Peter spoke up and said, will you explain to us what you mean by your parable? Hmm. (laughs) Jesus said, even after all that I've taught you, you still remain clueless. (laughs) Okay. Yep. Verse 17, is it hard to understand that whatever you eat enters your stomach only to pass out into the sewer, but what comes out of your mouth reveals the core of your heart, Words can pollute, not food. 
you will find living within an impure heart, evil ideas, murderous thoughts, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, lies, and slander. That's what pollutes a person. Eating with unwashed hands doesn't defile anyone. Of course, that would have made the Pharisees really mad. Got to wash your hands. Which, it's good to wash your hands. It was a tradition of the Pharisees (laughs) because actually the Pharisees actually believed that if you didn't wash your hands before you ate something, that you could accidentally ingest a demon. Okay? (laughs) This was an actual thinking. And so because of fear of ingesting a demon, they always had to wash their hands. And so when they saw the disciples you know, were eating without washing their hands first. Of course, they'd been walking with the truth. <laughs> right. And the Pharisees <clears throat> didn't hang out with the truth. They hang out with traditions and religious ideas. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and so, you know, they're coming to Jesus saying, you know, dude, you know, look at your filthy disciples there. <laughs> you know, they're defiled because they're not, they're not washing their hands and and they're probably going to get a demon because they didn't wash their hands. And so that's where that comes from. And Jesus is like, you guys are idiots. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're right. idiots. You don't get a demon. You don't get defiled by eating with unwashed hands. Mm-hmm. You have to, you know, it's, what, it's what's within you when it comes out of you. That shows that you've been defiled. Right. And uh, it's, it's what comes out of a person's mouth. That proves that they're defiled inside. Um, the, the words we use, because our words, people's words reveal what's inside of them. You want to find out what's, what's in somebody? Mm-hmm. You know, you listen to what they, what they have to say. Right. Um, and your words will betray you because your mouth will speak actually what is hidden in your heart. Mm-hmm. Out of the mouth, the heart speaks. Right. The so Bible true. says. You know, and some right. people will say, well, you know, they'll say stuff and then you'll say, you know, I can't believe you said that. Well, I didn't mean it. Oh, well, well, then why did you say it? Mm-hmm. Right. And so, you know, and, you know, some people just, they, they just talk. And it's like a lot. verbal <laughs> diarrhea. And uh, they don't know when to shut up. Mm-hmm. And, but the more a person talks, the more you find out what's in them. In fact, you find a lot of people who just talk excessively They've got some real issues in their life. Yes. 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 There's going to be some things coming out that aren't. And it's yeah, not just ladies either because ladies truthful. talk more than guys. Okay. I'm just going to say but a big amen to that because I've been around some guys that I was just like, get me out of here. I feel so claustrophobic right yeah. now because they won't stop talking. But ladies overall though, ladies are more verbal. They have a need to, because but I mean, we, at least we have a reason yeah. why, you God know, ladies you that way. <laughs> to be chatty. No, not necessarily. But actually, um, ladies do process by talking. So that's how they sort out actually the thoughts that's going on in the, in, in the brain. And if you don't allow them to do that, speaking to men with the ladies in your life, whether those are daughters or, you know, your wife or around your mom or whatever, um, it actually does build up you know, stress within, within the lady, she needs to be able to process things by talking just like, you know, on the flip side, men process by thinking. So men, you know, need to be able to have 
some time to kind of, you know, think through, through things or whatever to be able to, to process and put things in order. So. Yeah. Amen. I mean, guys need to talk too, but not as much as ladies do. Right. Exactly. But some ladies, they talk so much that the guys don't even want to talk then. Right. And so they just, they just keep all, everything all pent up inside of them. Mm -hmm. And then when something does come out, it's not good. And so that's, that's not a good thing either. Yeah. Each but, can go to an excess. Yes. But that's really not what our topic is about. Right. But, but it is true that when you true. hear someone talk, it reveals actually what's, what's in their heart. So you can just listen. Typically you can listen to people just for two, three minutes or whatever. And it, especially if you're around people a lot and you deal with people a lot, it's becomes very easy to locate them. I've said many times, you know, I'm a director of a ministerial association. Um, Pastor Rodney and Pastor Donica have the privilege of, of um, still being the director of, of RMIMA. And so I uh, talk with a lot of different ministers um, from different nations, um, different callings, different giftings, all different sizes of, of churches and ministries and everything. And so with doing that now for um, a lot of years, of course, um, I, you know, you, you gain, obviously gain knowledge and experience in, in anything that you do for a long time, but, or hopefully you do anyway, <laughs> um, but you know, it's, it's become very easy for me just within, um, just a couple minutes of talking to a minister to actually be able even to tell what kind of, uh, impact and what size of, of ministry they actually have mm-hmm. just by the way that they, that they talk because it's revealed the, the way that they operate, the way that they believe and everything. So it's very true. So I just say that actually as um, an encouragement for each one of us speaking to myself as as well here that, that really we allow the work of the Holy Spirit in our life. We allow the word of God. You know, my husband also often says, don't just read the word of God, allow the word of God to read you. So in other words, Amen. it's like when you, you treat the Bible as the holy word of God, the holy will of God, the living word of God, so that when you read it, you're not just reading it so you can say, okay, great, I read three chapters today, but you're actually taking it, and and as the word uh, talks about, you meditate on it, you chew on it, you get everything there is to get out of that, and ask the Holy Spirit to give you wisdom, to give you a spirit of understanding, give you fresh vision and direction, and to help you make the adjustments give you you know um just that you get everything you can get out of out of the word and so that if there's any way that the enemy is using anything whether it's directly from him or sometimes honestly just within ourselves it's a small mindset that we have it's um a way of doing something that we've just got caught in you know because people each one of us establish patterns in our life habits and stuff like that that actually will determine where we go in life or where we don't go in life and a lot of times the lord wants to use us in such a great way and yet we're the ones that hold ourselves back. And so, but if you allow the word of God to point out those ways that you're actually hindered, we're actually uh, the Holy Spirit, or excuse me, the devil has used something to actually defile you and hold you back. Um, Again, sometimes with people, they're defiled in a way that they don't even know that they are. Very true. You know, and and for some people, honestly, who maybe would listen to the podcast, for you to even say that a Christian could be defiled, oh my goodness, they would just be like, what the heck are you talking about? I'm saved. Yeah. Not understanding. 
Yeah, it doesn't matter because I gave my heart to Jesus. I said a prayer right. and I've allowed Jesus to come into my heart. Right. And, and I would say probably even the majority of the body of Christ in the United States right. would think this way. Yes, now, that's true. Outside of Western, outside of the Western influence, um, mm -hmm. you go, you, know, you travel east mm -hmm. and uh, you're going to find that, you know, a lot of people understand um, how you know, the, the demonic realm works and how things enter into person's life. Now we talked about the Pharisees thinking that you could get a, you could ingest a demon mm -hmm. if you ate with unwashed hands. Um, and so that had to be based on something. Right. But the thing is, is that, and that it's, it, you know, the Bible, you know, clearly talks about, um, not eating of partaking of things that, have been um, uh, like given to idols, okay, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and everything, um, because there can be things that, and and we know from ministering overseas, right? Um, you know, you people have uh, cursed food and drink mm -hmm. and things like that. And I remember we cast a, a demon out of this one lady in India one time, who um, she uh, she could not uh, hear or speak, and had been for a couple years. And actually, she'd been given something to drink, and after she had drank that, she had been unable to um, to speak or to hear. And um, but it was just a deaf and dumb demon that uh, we cast out of her. Mm -hmm. And and then you know she was she was fine, but it had come because of some because of a curse. Right. But the curse causeless cannot come, and so mm -hmm. people have to have. There has to be areas of access in people's lives. Right. And I believe that many in the church have open areas for attack, and they don't understand why there are things that are taking place in their life. There, there's defilement in their life, but they don't, they don't think much of it. Right. They think, well, this is just how I live my life, and you know what, I'm, I'm going to go to heaven well, well, are you going to go to heaven? That's that's mm -hmm. the question. Because right. as we get into some of the Word of God, um, it's gonna it's gonna challenge your heart, right? And uh, it'll offend your mind to expose your heart. That's right. what Doctor Rodney Hart Brown has said for many yes. many years. So you know, true. God will offend your mind to expose your heart, and which and is actually a good does. thing. You need to be able because the Word says that we don't even know our own heart. Sometimes the Lord does, but we actually need that, that to happen. If, mm -hmm. if things aren't right inside, you can, you can think you're all good and think that, that everything is, is pure or whatever until you're challenged on something from, from the word of God. And, and initially your mind, you do kind of freak out like what, what the heck? Like if you try to tell someone, a lot of people in our area here, they believe that once you have prayed a prayer, you're, you are always, it doesn't, you cannot lose salvation no matter what you do, no matter what your lifestyle is, no matter that the Bible says those that have that lifestyle cannot, cannot enter into the kingdom. But yet people still think, well, I prayed a prayer and it, and you know, it doesn't matter what they I do. Think, well, that must right. be somebody before they prayed the prayer of salvation. Right. Or they've never gotten saved. Or, or they that's weren't where really is. saved. They weren't really saved. Yeah. Right. Well, they, they prayed that, but they really weren't saved. Um, and so they just kind of cover it all in that area. But how does somebody get defiled? Mm -hmm. Well, by, by participating um, with defilement or hanging around people who are defiled and allowing that influence to enter you. Right. Because, you know, who you hang out with, actually you become like them. Mm -hmm. 
and you can't you can't just hang out with with whomever and and think that oh I, I'm I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be fine. Yeah, that you're not going to be affected. We have actually uh, somebody that we've known for several years that um, you know we were uh, you know and have been close to actually and uh, they've just kind of faded and pulled themselves away from from our life our lives and um, and and just kind of you know we didn't hear from them for a while and my wife was trying to reach out to her and try to see okay what's going on and then she um, mentioned it to to somebody else and and uh, this person says oh well you know did you know that that this person is doing this thing and that thing now and I mean they used to have a very very tight walk with God and really you know walking in a powerful place with the Lord and now you know the person has given into this thing and that thing and and you know wow how did that happen well a little bit of leaven leavens the whole lump mm-hmm. and a lot of things I was just thinking even before you said that but that goes right along with this that you know um i feel like of course we know that one of the key things within church people within christians that the enemy uses is to get them offended right mm-hmm. hurt Very true. and offense yeah um, if you don't deal two, with that it'll right take you out two 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 different things but i would say that those are very common things um that happen and sometimes you know i i think what what is sad, but you still have to recognize what the root of it is, is that, you know, things can happen to people. And sometimes it's, it's not because they chose it to happen. It's, it is because of intentions, wrong intentions, bad intentions, wicked, evil intentions of other people that happen to them. And out of, out of hurt, the enemy jumps on that. Oh yeah. Right. And, um, then if not, if, uh, you know, left unchecked or whatever, of course, then it can lead to bitterness. And, um, and then of course that has a whole slew of things that actually will keep the goal is of the enemy always is to get you away from the heavenly father, right? To get you out of fellowship with him. And of course, to take you to hell. And so it doesn't, to him, it doesn't matter what he uses or who he uses. He just looks for an available, you know, vessel. And, it's sad. It's it's very it's very heartbreaking to see that happen within the church. But at some point in your life, if that's how you are, you've got to recognize you're the one that has a choice in the matter. You cannot get offended unless you choose to be offended. Now, of course, it might even have been that the other person was wrong. Just because you make a decision to forgive and get over it doesn't mean that what the other person did is right. right. It doesn't mean that you're you're saying, okay, well, you know, I was wrong, and and they're well, what about them? They need to they need to correct. Yeah, they do. But you're not, but when you stand before the heavenly Father, you don't answer for them. You answer for yourself. And so, at some point, you've got to make a decision. Uh, to forgive, you've got to make a de- yeah. you've got to make a decision that you ask the heavenly Father, please forgive me that I allowed someone else or someone else's actions to come between you and I. And I then I ask you to heal me, Father, and and restore and put me back into the place that I was. Absolutely. And so, if you are offended, you are actually defiled. Right. You have been defiled. Right. And offense. Like like all other defilement is like a virus, it spreads. Yes. Okay, 
and and you can't like I said, you know, like yeast permeates a dough, a defiled um, a person with their words and with their actions defiles other people. It's it's it happens all the time. And Even so, if you don't want it to happen, no, it, it doesn't happens. Matter whether you it's want just it to that's or not. because the enemy has a foothold and foothold, and that's what he does. Yeah, his the enemy's purpose. He comes to seek to kill and destroy. You know anybody steal. he can mm-hmm. steal to kill and destroy um, anybody that that he possibly can, and so if he can't, you know, flat out destroy everything about your life, then he's going to try to try to kill you in right. the process. If I, right. if I can't send you to hell, which is destruction, then I'll kill you. Well, mm-hmm. if I can't kill you, you know what? Then I'm going to steal from you. I'm gonna I'm gonna take take something good from you. I'm gonna do anything I can to corrupt you. Anything that he can plant in your life that is going to mess your life up. The enemy is intent on doing that. Maybe he knows he's not going to be able to steal your salvation and because you know you're just rock solid. But if he can corrupt you in some way mm-hmm. and maybe he can't take something from you but maybe he can start you on a path where he knows if I can get them off track then they'll crash themselves. Mm-hmm. And so we have to be aware of all of the devices of the enemy and say, no, I'm not going to allow you to get involved in my life. Maybe, maybe you're listening to this and maybe you've gotten offended with somebody. Shoot. You might even be offended with one of us and we may not even know it. And, um, and, and so the thing is, is like, well, you know what the Bible says you have to do. If you have offense, you have to go to the person that you're offended at. Right. That's, that's your job. You can't just tell other people about the offense. Well, you know, I don't like this person. They said that. They said that. I'm not just talking about us. It's Mm -hmm. about anybody. You get offended with somebody, you've got to do something about it. And so, and a lot of people have people that are offended at them, and they don't even know it. Right. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and people are like, I had no idea that that you were offended at me. Yeah, like the person who, you know, came and said, "Um, I know you didn't, you know, I unfriended you on Facebook. I was like, okay, that was super effective. Didn't even know you did that, but okay. Yeah, um, I mean, and then I was offended at you for for this this long. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, you you know, people don't know that. Um, you you can get offended at somebody, and and you it it hurts you. Mm-hmm. It hurts you. You're the one who suffers because of offense, and right. so get rid of it. Right. And the way to do it is you go to the person that you're offended with and you talk with them. But you, you, you bring out the, the word of God. And this is what, this, what has to be the, the plumb line. You say, well, this person said this about me. Okay, well, why did they say that about you? Oh, let me ask you a question. Is there some truth about that? Hey, this is Dr. Todd Holmes, and I want to thank you for listening to this podcast, whether it was myself or my amazing wife, Katie, maybe the two of us together. If you want to be more than just an occasional listener and desire to really stand with us as we take the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ to this generation, go to riveroftricities.com. That's riveroftricities.com and click on donate to be a part of the last day's army of monthly partners that we're taking ground with. If you'd like to do that, I would like to send you a special gift for partnering with us. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. God bless you.